St. Gregory the Dialogist, warns us that unless we truly love God, we cannot consider that we are in union with God. Our union with God is dependent on our love of God. But then we must ask ourselves, how do we know if we love God? The human person is a mystery. We don't know the true depths of our hearts. The mystery of a human being is only revealed in Christ. Psychology merely skates superficially on the surface in terms of emotions and psychology, but this mystery of a human being is only known truly by God himself. And if we don't know the mystery of ourselves, how, how less do we really know the mystery of other people? So quickly we attribute motivations and we make judgments about other people based on assumptions that very often are completely wrong. So if the human person is a mystery, how can we know whether we love God, truly love God? Because we are all capable of great self-deception. We may have profound thoughts, even profound theological thoughts. We may have joyous feelings, warm feelings. We may enjoy going to church. Prayer may fill us with happiness at times. And these things in and of themselves are not bad. They can be a great blessing. But they are not to be taken as evidence, as proof of our love of God. We can deceive ourselves if we base our judgment on these thoughts and feelings. So then, how can we judge whether we love God? How do I know if I love God? In the 14th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, Jesus makes it absolutely clear how we are to judge whether we love God or not. Jesus says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Love of God is manifested in our actions, in our behavior, in our works. We reveal our love of God through the way that we are and act and behave in the world. St. John, in his letter, says to us, he who says, I love God, but does not observe his commandments, is a liar. We make ourselves a liar if we claim or believe that we love God, but don't keep his commandments. A liar, we make, our liar, make ourselves a liar to ourselves, of course. We lie, we deceive ourselves, perhaps. Certainly, we may lie to other people to cultivate a reputation, a certain social standing, an image of holiness and piety. But however we lie, we cannot deceive God. God sees to the very depths of the human heart, the very truth of the soul. We cannot deceive God. Later in that, that 14th chapter of the Gospel of St. John, Jesus goes on to promise that God will make his home. He will come and dwell in the heart of those who truly love him. Let's think how, first of all, we, we plan and we prepare for an important visitor when our homes are visited. We, we clean up, we tidy up. How much more should we be cleansing the heart in readiness for God to dwell there? Cleansing the heart through the way that we behave, through our repentance. 
But St. Gregory the Dialogist also gives a great warning. He says, the human heart may be touched by God's grace. We may have experienced grace, but this doesn't necessarily mean that God is dwelling there and has made his home there. St. Gregory says to us, even the person who has wept many tears in repentance over their sins, if when temptation returns, they offer no struggle but simply follow after the things of the world, follow their desires and fall into sin, then God's grace will be withdrawn from them. If we chase after and desire the things of this world, the lower things, we separate ourselves from God. And though we may have tasted God's grace, though God may have touched our hearts in reality, it does not mean that God dwells there. We can separate ourselves from God in this way. Our repentance, our struggle, must be lifelong, to the very last breath of our lives. Even if we may 85 or 90 years of age, to the very last heartbeat, to the very last breath, we must struggle and repent. As St. Paul gives us an image, we, we must not be the, the athlete that runs a great race and then a yard before the finishing line collapses, throws up his arms and says, oh well, I was winning, that will be enough. We only win if we cross the finishing line. We must struggle to the very end. Resist temptations even if we have been victorious over those sins in the past. We must examine ourselves. We must understand that the, the true mystery of each of our hearts is really only revealed, is manifested in our behavior, in our actions, in the way that we live. Let us look at ourselves. Do I forgive? Do I repent? Do I pray? Am I trying? Am I struggling to be obedient to Christ's commands? So let us prepare through the way that we live. Let us, let us cleanse our hearts that God will, will indeed make his home with us. And let our love for God truly penetrate to the very depths of our souls.